Welcome to Shedding Shackles. Today's topic is overcoming pressure. And now, here's your Shedding Shackles host, Roland Trujillo. I would like to read something to you from the Gospel of John, chapter 17. This is Christ praying to the Father. He said, I do not ask for these only, but also for those who will believe in me through their word, that they may all be one in us, just as you, Father, are in me and I in you, that they also may be in us, so that the world may believe that you have sent me. The glory you have given me I have given to them, that they may be one, even as we are one, I in them and you in me, that they may become perfectly one, I in them and you in me, Christ prayed to the Father, I in them and you in me. Now, how about you? What is in you? And you know what's in you? It's just about everything else is in you. Christ said another interesting thing once. He said, he was talking to the disciples, he said, the prince of the world is coming, but he has nothing in me. He has nothing in me. Now, what is in you? Well, what has happened to you is that you have fallen away from that heavenly state. The one you had when you were a little child, you were very close. When you were a little child, you ran through the house and ran out in the yard, and every day was a day of adventure. And you lived in your own little world. And people said things and did things and sometimes puzzled you, but it didn't penetrate you. But sooner or later, something penetrated you. It was probably someone's meanness. They yelled at you. They accused you. They pushed you down. They punished you. They, they were cruel and mean and teased. A parent, other kids, siblings. And sooner or later, it got to you, and it got inside. The pressure got inside. And when you reacted to the world, to their cruelty, it wasn't your fault. You were only a little child. You couldn't help but react to the world being born first of the flesh and later of the spirit, but then the world got inside. That's the point. Look now, look at how the world got inside. Look at all the memories. Memories of this and memories of that and what she did to me and what he said to me and this went wrong and that went wrong and how they disappointed me and how they rejected me and all those kinds of memories. There they are. And not only that, but the conditioned responses. You get angry, irritated, nervous, excited, resentful, bitter, hurt, see? So the world gets in, it gets in you, and you keep reacting. You react to the images in your mind. You react to people on the outside as if that thing that happened long ago is happening all over again. So the world got inside of you, and now you don't know how to keep it out. Everything gets in. So what you must learn, and what I'm trying to help people to do, is to learn how to stand back, Learn how to stand back instead of going into things, instead of getting into things. And when you get into them, then they get into you. See, instead of getting absorbed in study, 
When you get absorbed in study, what does it do? It makes your mind feel sick. It makes you feel dazed. Okay? Instead of getting in to the ballgame and yelling and screaming, instead of getting into the movie and becoming part of the movie, so much a part of the movie that you forget that you're sitting there and somebody picks your pocket and takes your iPhone. Instead of getting into things, learn to stand back. Just watch. Just observe with a little bit of mental distance. Mentally take a step back. And then things don't get into you anymore. Then you'll be able to deal with things that have gotten in. And one day you will be clean. That's right. Because when you stand back, you're a little closer to God and his inner light. And then his inner light penetrates and warms and gives you life. Now you get your life from reacting like an animal to things on the outside. And when you do, they get in. The memories get in. The conditioning gets in. Learn to stand back. Be a little closer to God. A little distant to people, places, and things. And go through the world like a tourist, like you did when you were a little child. Just observing, watching, and you'll be safe. I'm a man with a microphone, so I, people ask, no, I don't have a church. I do not have a church. All that would do is cramp my style, and besides, I want to set you free, not tie you down with more church, more doctrines, more obligations, more labels. People say, I'm a this or I'm a that, or I'm a that or I'm a this. All it does is divide you up from the commonality, the brotherhood and sisterhood of humankind. That's all it does. I don't need any labels. I'm just a person. And I open my mouth and I talk. And if what I say strikes a responsive chord, then that's good. I want to remind you that this is basically what this is, is a little infomercial. I turn on the microphone and I talk about the things that are important. And I don't have a script in front of me. I didn't pre-plan anything other than I wanted to read the little scripture to you from John, the Gospel of John, Christ's prayer to the Father. But then, after that, I just talked. So it's fresh, it's alive, not contrived. And my hope is that upon hearing what I say, you will be awakened to begin your search again for the truth, the search for what's important in life, the search for your purpose. Why are you here? Why do you exist? You've been sidetracked. And right now you're a prisoner of your conditioning because you keep reacting. You can't stop reacting to people that look like your mom or act like your mom or talk like your mom or like a teacher or like your dad. You keep reacting and reacting and it makes you feel guilty and you try to be extra nice to make up for the guilt and then people take advantage and then you resent them again and that resentment, the resentment keeps you tied down. The resentment keeps you in that mode where you keep reacting compulsively people on the outside and it defeats you. Then you feel defeated and then you resent yourself and you resent God. And none of that is any good. So what you must do is go back to basics again. It's like boot camp. Okay. You have to find out how to go out in the world and not react to the things that you see and what people do and their little insinuations and their little confusions and their mistakes. 
You have to learn how to deal with imperfect people. All around you are imperfect people. Your parents were imperfect. Maybe they did the best they could, but they were imperfect and you resented them. Now that you're older, now you can see you're making mistakes in your relationships with your kids. You can see that you really don't want to make mistakes. You don't want to mess up your relationship with your partner or your kids, yet you do. And now you can understand your parents. They couldn't help themselves any more than you can help yourself, and so forgive them. And how do you forgive? Just let go of your grudge. Let go of the resentment. You must find a way to start afresh. Start afresh. And how do you do that? Well, maybe with the help of a little meditation that I have. It teaches you how to go into your room and sit down in a chair and become still and stand back from thoughts. See, the thoughts, the thoughts that are always there trying to pull you into them. See, people try to get away. They think, well, things aren't working out for me here in Chicago, so I'm going to leave. And they quit their job and pack up and then they move to some other place. But you know what? They take whatever had gotten into them long ago and along the way. They take that with them. And then it reestablishes itself, that error, that what came from the world. It's not really you. It came from the world. It reestablishes itself there. So you could go to northern Siberia and be sitting, you know, in a little cabin in the middle of a snowstorm for three months, and there it would be in your head. And if there was someone else there before, long you'd find yourself in the same pattern, you know, as you had before, resenting them for this and irritated at them for that. And see, so you have to deal with the root causes. And it's as simple as going in your room, sitting quietly, and learning to stand back from those thoughts that are always trying to tempt you and tease. See, your own thoughts now are the teaser. The teaser was on the outside, and now they're on the inside. And they torment you. You've got to do more of this. You've got to do that. You've got to exercise. You've got to do this. You've got to do that. Don't do this. Don't do that. Worry about this. What if that? You must stand back and just watch. And learn how to relate to the inner light from your Creator. Maybe you'll understand this. When you were a little child, you had a gift. You had a gift. It was called intuition. You could see things and know things. You watched people and you saw things. You saw a kindness or you saw a contradiction or you saw some kind of deceitfulness operating. You saw unfairness. No one had to teach you about it. You just saw it. You could see, spiritually discern. It's a gift from God. Animals don't have it. So now begin to use that gift again. Refine it. Learn to stand back from thoughts. See, when you're in your thoughts, you're not close to intuition. Stand back from your thoughts, and then you're close to intuition. And when you're close to intuition, you're closer to God. And when you're closer to God, He then helps you to seal out the world. So then you can go out into the world, of course, and be a mom, a dad, husband, wife, partner, worker, and have recreation, and do all the things of life, but just not so emotionally close, and not so resentful, and more like a tourist. Tourists on vacation in this world, just watching people, and pondering, and wondering, and you'll be like a little child again, and you'll grow as a child of God to be what you were meant to be, the beautiful princess, the prince that you were always meant to be. 
Well, I'm a lot closer to 70 than I am to 65, so I'll give you an idea that I've been around for a while, okay? But I understand some basic things, but more importantly, I know how to recover from them. Some basic things that go wrong, like resentment, hostility, and unfinished business, and not finding the purpose of your life, okay? Getting sidetracked, and conforming to other people, and then find, finding out you missed the boat. So I know how to recover from that kind of stuff. And I know the answer is spiritual, and it has something to do with God, and it has something to do with Christ. See, but here's the thing. Just hearing about religion, hearing about God, hearing about Jesus, it's not enough. You have to experience Him in your innermost being. And what's blocking you right now from experiencing Him is undoubtedly resentment and being lost in your thoughts, lost in your daydreams, and lost in your worries and doubts and fears. And so you have to learn how to stand back from those so you can get clear of them, okay? It's like coming up out of being under the ocean, coming up to the surface, and there's the blue sky and the puffy clouds, and you take a wonderful deep breath of fresh air okay that's what you need to do to come out of those nightmare those daydreams that become nightmares rise above them and then find reality the blue sky and the puffy clouds and where the birds are singing and that's why i've made a little meditation too i've made a little meditation that has been very very helpful to some people it's been very helpful to me and i think uh, could be just what what you need if you really and truly want to get better, okay, and find out the purpose for your existence and find out just where you've been going wrong and what's been blocking you from finding all the good things that life can hold. Shedding Shackles is supported by contributions from listeners like you. To view our many free resources, visit SheddingShackles.com. Are you experiencing stress, anxiety, or unhappiness? Do you feel weighed down by the past? Stay tuned for a special message from Roland Trujillo, host of the Shedding Shackles radio program. For over 25 years, Roland Trujillo has been helping people shed the shackles of unhappy memories, consisting of upset, hurt feelings, and negative emotions that bind them to the past. Over the years, many people have listened to and benefited from Roland's positive message. Perhaps you, too, can discover the secret to becoming free from the past and moving forward to live a new life of joy and purpose. And now, here's your Shedding Shackles host, Roland Trujillo. Welcome back. In this half of the program, I plan to replay a little practice meditation that I did last week. I thought it was very nice. And if you're sitting quietly in your room, or sitting on the porch, or sitting out in the yard, sitting quietly somewhere in a chair, then you can practice a little meditation. It's very nice because it helps you to stand back. Remember I said that the problem is that the world got inside. Now you don't know how to keep it out. And then you struggle with what got in, and you continue to struggle with people on the outside. It doesn't do any good. So I guess maybe this would be helpful also. There's two ways of doing everything. Two ways. One way is to do things by getting into them. And the other way is to do them light, with a light touch, kind of standing back, 
Have you ever had a day when you had little something to do, some work, and you just did it? It was so beautiful. You just, the day began, and you did this and did that, and when the day was over, you looked back and said, how did I do all that? That's amazing. And you weren't even conscious of time passing. And everything just sort of happened. You just did it. There was no struggle. There was no effort. You have to learn how to go through life just like that, with a light touch with people, instead of anger, resentment, instead of cloying emotions, instead of wanting something from them and trying to make an impression on them, and just spontaneously, like a little child, just be and live and do things. Be happy-go-lucky. Maybe you can remember when you were a little child, maybe your father, a long time ago, before he became angrier and angrier, and before things happened between your mom and you. Maybe you can remember when you were a little kid. Maybe you can remember your dad. Sometimes he was very calm and patient, and he liked to play with you, and you went places together, and it was so beautiful. Well, that's how you have to become, calm and patient and cheerful and lighthearted and easygoing. Sure, you have to have an eye for what's fair, and you can be no, no nonsense when you have to be, but mostly you're just cheerful and friendly and with a light touch. That's the best way I can, I can put it. And you go out in the world and go about your work and not so emotional, not so close to people. Because when you get into people, then something of them gets into you. I guess you never thought of it that way. You know, Einstein said that everything is relative. You know, have you ever, the other day I was sitting in, in the car wash. Have you ever gone into the car wash? where you're sitting, this car is still, but the thing moves over you, you know, the brushes come. And as I was sitting in the car, all of a sudden, I felt like the car was, I thought the car was moving. But the car was still, but the brushes were moving. But Einstein said, you know, when you're out in space and you pass something, you don't know whether they're passing you or you're passing them. You don't know whether you're still or they're still. So when you get into something, it gets into you. When you get absorbed in something, something of it comes into you, you see? So when you're moving toward it, it's moving toward you. When you're getting into it, it's getting into you, see? So you have to learn to, to observe things with a little mental distance so you're not absorbed in them. Learn how to scan a book for clues instead of getting absorbed in it and struggling and concentrating. Read lightly. Learn how to observe people without liking them unduly or resenting them. Just observe them. See, it's very, very simple. And then you will be safe, and you will grow, and you will make discoveries, and you will realize things in God's light. And more and more you will love God's light, and love what you realize, and love what you see, and know, and understand, and love the warmth that comes in from your Creator, and you'll get closer and closer to Him. So instead of the world in you, instead of the outside getting in, now something good is within, and the outside can no longer get in and replace what is good. And instead, of, you will flow from good, because now you will be close to your intuition, close to what you know in your heart, and flow from it effortlessly. It's beautiful. That's the spiritual life that Christ told us about. So now I'm going to help a little bit, perhaps, because I have a little meditation that you can practice. 
if you're sitting quietly in your room somewhere. So what you've got to do is realize that emotions that you've they've always taught you that oh emotions are wonderful you got to feel this and feel that and passion and excitement and you've got to yell and scream at ball games when you watch the commercials like they show a commercial for an upcoming sporting event they always pick pick moments in the sport when the athlete is pumping their fist and yelling and screaming that's what they show because that's all they know but there's another life see Christ said you must lay down the earthly life and pick up the spiritual life. And what is the earthly life? It's the, it's the life of emotion. So when you can begin to lay down the emotions, but it can only be done with the help of God. Because you see, you have you detach. See, the Buddhists, I mean, they're right about being detached and not being emotional and so forth. But the things you have to attach, God has to be there. You have to attach to God. You detach from the world and attach to Him. But how do you do that? Well, you have to learn how to be still and stand back and get close to your intuition, what you know in your heart, which is the inner light from God. And the meditation helps. I have a little meditation that's very helpful. That's right. It's very helpful. simply teaches you how to go in your room and close the door and sit in a chair and become still. It's very beautiful. You basically sit still in the chair in your room quietly when you have a spare moment. And when you're in your room, quietly sitting in the chair, you close your eyes and watch the little particles of light on the inside of your eyelids. The little pixels of light. The very delicate glow of light. You just watch that. You just look at it. Watch it. See those little pixels of light on the inside of your eyelids. Maybe when you were a little child, you noticed them and you wondered, what they were. Now you see them again. Now you're just looking at the little pixels. And you're sitting quietly. And at the same time, you can become aware of your hand, your hands or your hand, like your right hand. You can become aware of it. So you watch the little pixels on the inside of your island become aware of your hand. And just notice your hand. That's all. As you're watching the little pixels, notice your hand. And this anchors you in the present. And when thoughts come, what to do, where you're going to go, what you're going to buy, what you have to do, thoughts will approach. And you see what, what they're doing? They're trying to, to put themselves between you, your soul, and God's inner light. The inner light from God. You see the inner light. as little pixels on the inside of your eyelids. So when the thoughts come, you just let them go by, that's all. Instead of going into the thought, you just stand back, see the thought, and it dissolves away. It's so simple. And that will be the beginning. But of course, you have to have the right intent. You have to want to get close to God. Remember I said there are two kinds of people, some who, who love God deep down in their heart and some who don't. But if you're one of those that deep down in your heart you love God, then the meditation will work if you're ready. The meditation will work if you're ready, and it will begin. You will begin your journey back to your Creator by way of His inner light, and by way of intuition, and then beginning to let go of all those little bits of 
ego food. A little excitement here, a little anger there, a little judgment here, a little resentment there. Let them go. And you become calmer and calmer. And more and more you see what's right and fair and just. And more and more you're able to do what's right and fair and just because you're free. And you become a better mom, better dad, better husband, better wife, better partner, better worker. And life will be sweet. Are you interested in improving your relationship with your partner? Or how about improving your relationship with your kids if communication is not so good? Okay, and then how about getting rid of hurt feelings and misunderstandings and so on? Well, then you really ought to read one of my books about relationships and about marriage. And one of the ones that I don't talk about a lot, I should talk about more, is my book called Putting the Forever Back in Love. Oh, what a wonderful book. It's, it's over 300 pages, Putting the Forever Back in Love. I talk about how to improve your relationship, what to do if your wife asks you to leave, how to forgive and forget, okay? How to stay married for a long time and live happily ever after, how to develop character and learn to bear suffering and grow from it, okay? And how to have understanding when you deal with other people, okay? And how not to judge your husband so much and how not to resent your wife. Well. May I recommend you get Putting the Forever Back in Love? Just visit SheddingShackles.com or TalkToAPastor.org and you can preview it for free. It's also on Amazon. Putting the Forever Back in Love. I think you'll really enjoy it. I like to run the ads or little announcements for my books about relationships because they really are good. And that's kind of uh, what a lot of people can relate to. People can see that there's something wrong with the relationship with their partner or with their kids, and they somehow know that they're a part of what's wrong, and they keep struggling and resenting, and it's not working out, and so my books can help. Putting the Forever Back in Love is an excellent book that gives you a grounding in how to be a better mom, dad, parent, partner. And so, yeah, that would be a good book to get. It's available on Amazon in Kindle and also in paperback. I'd like to remind you that this is basically an infomercial. I'm only on once a week. It's all I can afford, but it's enough. If you happened, just happen to tune in and something I say strikes a responsive chord, then that's enough. That's the beginning. It's the beginning. The next thing to do is, well, keep listening. Go to the radio archives at SheddingShackles.com. Watch some of my YouTube lectures. They're very, very nice. And check out some of my books. They're very good. And you can preview all of them for free. You know, you can read a chapter or two. Become acquainted, and then I heartily encourage you to get the little meditation that I have. It's very important. In this program, I, I did a, a little meditation for you, remember, earlier? You might go back to it again and just listen to it and try it when you have a quiet moment somewhere, sitting in your room or sitting out on the porch or in your backyard. Give it a try. Or better yet, get the little meditation that I have and start to use it. It could do you a world of good. Until next time, Lord willing, and the creek don't rise. I'll see you then. 
Bye-bye. You have been listening to Shedding Shackles with your host, Roland Trujillo. Now you can listen to Roland anytime by logging on to www.sheddingshackles.com.